0: All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Black Diary Love Podcast. We are officially on season two. And by the way, we are sponsored by National Domestic Violence Hotline. Yes, we are sponsored by the National Domestic Violence Hotline. So if you know somebody, anybody who need help or who need a friend or need someone just to talk to, you know, reach your hand out to them, you know, give them a hug, talk to them, you know, be there for them. It only take it don't take that much just to say, hey, Are you okay? Hey, what's going on? Hey, you need to talk? You want to go to lunch? It don't take that much to say much. But Black Diary Love Podcast is available on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Anchor, iTunes, Breaker, anywhere that allows podcast streaming. We are officially everywhere. But I'm not about to go further because I know y'all want to hear who I got special today. So my brother, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Tell them your name and your social media handling where they can find you.
1: All what's going on? I'm Lil Noobie, that's L-I-L-N-O-O-V-I-E. You can find that on everywhere. That's on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever else, Apple Music, Spotify. And again, that's L-I-L-N-O-O-V-I-E. So, with
0: this brother that I got here today, he's doing magnificent things, producer, artist, music, influential, inspirational, man. He's out here doing the thing. I, when I was reading on his brother, he started making music and doing good music about the age of six years old. That, that's, that man, that was wonderful, man. Tell the folks how you got started with that.
1: Uh, I I got started uh, Michael, uh, from Michael Jackson. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson? Yeah. I was performing Michael Jackson, like, a lot. We had, like, a lot of school performances and all that type of stuff. And I was like, all right, well, I want to know how to make my own type of music so I can be like Michael Jackson. So I started... You know, I didn't I was never good at sports. I didn't I tried basketball, I tried football. I remember going to the football team, I seen this boy get hit. I was like, nah, that ain't for me. So I was like, alright. And I, I tried I even tried baseball, soccer. I was like looking into everything. I just couldn't that was like just not for me. I had the body for it. I just didn't have a mindset to wanna to do that. So I was like, alright, I gotta do something. And I had already loved Michael Jackson and loved music, period. So I was like, alright. I'm gonna try to play piano, mm-hmm. so I started playing piano so I can make learn eventually learn to make my own music and perform, and you know for people can sing my songs, and so I started playing piano that was like uh, now I'm 11 years into it, okay. uh, yeah, and I started eventually playing piano led to making my own music about that was like maybe about a eight years or nine years later afterwards though.
0: Afterwards, yeah. Okay, so when you was uh, doing the piano, that's when you started. Okay, that's why I want to make beats and stuff mm-hmm. so, uh, for my ball production. And I so, also had my voice too. Like yeah, how to of course, of course. Yeah, rhythm. So what uh, what software you was using after you uh, did with the piano? Because uh, I know most people be like, oh, well, I started with Fruity Loops and all mm-hmm. that. You you know Fruity Loops and all them. Yeah, uh, I that, got or, yeah
1: I got I, I was crazy. I didn't start on Fruity Loops. I started on Logic, which is Logic. a more a more advanced kind of. It's like GarageBand, but mm-hmm. up up like real real up the scale. And I started on that. And uh, I had went to this producer. And uh, we had a little falling out. so I was like, "Okay, I wanted to do it on my own cause i and so I watched him, I watched him, and i I made sure I was looking like real close to what he was doing, and because the good thing about logic is more like hands on with the piano mm-hmm. because you know like it's just I guess that's just the way they set it up, so it was just always more easier to me and then after I mastered that, then you I taught myself everything, and after I mastered that, I went ahead and tried to do full loops. They went and invested in me for Pro Tools. I had GarageBand Band too, mm-hmm. so I got like I got like all four or five of them. Oh yeah, so yeah. you so
0: you was putting them together. You was already in the game. Yeah, yeah. So when so what age did you start doing that part? Uh,
1: probably I was probably like what 14? 14. 14. 14. 14. Yeah, I was fourteen. It was twenty
0: sixteen. So, when you uh, when you said to yourself, "Okay, the sports thing is not for me," yeah, let me go to the music. How did the parents take it?
1: Uh, actually, I remember being in the car with mom. I was mm-hmm. playing football. Actually, I actually I actually started playing f- football for real, and I was like, uh, it was I was two days on the field. I was playing for two days, and I got in the car. i was like, ma. She's like, what's going? On? I was like, I cannot do. I said, this ain't for me. And she started laughing. She was like, what? What? I said, I'm just gonna do music because I know that I can't. I can't. It's too late. It wasn't too late, but you know, it just it was just too late. Like right. socially, I just felt like I was already gonna get made for, I was gonna go look like no fool. So I wasn't gonna go look like no fool and stuff. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? Mom's just gonna do this music. So they was laughing and they was they was all for it though. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Because I was yeah. already they knew there's something I was already real good at. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mama, uh-huh.
0: she's a real supportive woman too, yeah. and everything. You know, uh-huh. you see how far everything going. Yeah. So, you know, your mom's is real supportive of everything and you yeah. know you know, at the end of the day, yes, it's it's all jokes and everything, but the real thing is what happens after them jokes, you mm-hmm. know, go along. That's really determined. If you support, so you know yeah. the main thing was your mama had your back. Your mama, uh, you know, made sure you were straight and everything. So, as far as like contracts and deals came in, was uh, did you have a manager as far as them coming in, or did your moms? out?
1: Mama,
0: yeah. M- mama, tell them how the uh, contracts was going on. Cause I know you read some horrible okay. ones.
2: Well, you know, hi everybody, I am Santanya and I am a Little Movie's, uh manager manager. Uh, so I manage him in music, and I also manage the uh, Love Above All Else Foundation as well. So I'm pretty strongly behind him. He's doing, I think, some great things. Um, and as long as I see that he's doing, you know, positive things and um, things to help, you know, bring yeah, change watching, and watching impact, movies. then, you know, we're behind him, me and my husband as well. But mm-hmm. So, I, you know, we ended up um, just... Trying to, I guess, researching music. Yeah. Because, you know, you have to learn. So we researched and just tried to see, okay, the, the pros and cons to signing with a uh, record label. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we began to learn and learn how to actually um, come up with our own record label. So we do have yeah. a record label, um, um, Running For Christ Ministries. Okay. Uh, Running For Christ Music. And so, he has his own record label running for Christ Music, RFC. And you, you how old so is he right not I'm
1: at now? I'm 17, about be 18. You
0: doing better than me, man.
1: Yeah, you know yeah. what
0: I was doing at 17? I was, I was trying to decide if I wanted to uh, get the new Crash Bandicoot game. <laughs> <laughs> you're you doing better than me.
1: For sure, man. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: man. You was doing better than me, man. Yes, yeah, sir. So, when, okay. So, the thing about what contracts is, the reason why I'm talking about contracts is because mm-hmm. I was listening to an interview with Chance the Rapper on Breakfast Club, and he talked about how they tried to offer of a contract for, um, I want to say, for seventy five thousand dollars for four albums, mm. and you know, with, with, with a lot of our younger younger uh, youth getting into the music game, they look at it, that's a lot of money, but but you, but yeah, but yeah, mama, you you know me, and you know personally yeah. when you got bills and all that stuff, seventy five thousand ain't nothing. It's cool for right now, but yeah. you know, mortgage, car, note that money be gone within two or three months. Yeah. yeah. So, but to uh, people that's younger than you, little, little newbie, that's a lot of money because mm-hmm. you ain't you ain't got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so let me let me so let me add, so let me ask you from your point of view,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what you think is what you think is going on with the game right now with the music game for your point of view.
1: Uh, you mean as far as the contracts and stuff? Contracts and or just uh, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your aspect on it? The way I see, okay, as far as contracts and stuff, I really think the most profitable artists is the ones who don't, who don't sign or like do nothing, or at least you know, you know how there's different deals. I heard there's partnership deals, there's you know, deals where you get all your rights taken or there's also deals where you have some say so, there's some deals where you still keep a good percentage of the money. Um, But I think, you know, if you know how to do, if you're in like a position like for the way you know how to do everything yourself, you know how to produce, you know how to uh record, you know how to do all that stuff and engineer mm-hmm. yourself, then I think um signing a deal, the only deal I, I would even conceive myself signing would be uh like a marketing deal or something to help promote. Mm-hmm. But I would never sign no, you know, three sixty or yeah, your your, life, your life, life yeah, deal. because you know, a lot of the artists they, they you know, they sell their soul or mm-hmm. you know, they do it, you know, and and they really don't even they be hurting. Like I don't know if you have seen Lil yeah, Uzi, yeah, Louis Burke. He only can't even drop music the way his label, whatever they got going on. So
0: I know, uh, I know, little Pump. He only just signed for a seventy-five thousand dollars advance. Yeah, that's not nothing. When, and you get, when you get my age, man, you gonna realize that's not nothing. <laughs> yeah. You want you want to see millions. Yeah. You know, like like it's cool, it's nice, but the thing about that is, you sign some type of deal. Say if you make that one album, say if you make that one album, that the whole world mess with. Mm-hmm. You ain't you ain't gonna touch that money. Yeah. You ain't touching none of that success. Yeah. That's going towards the record level to pay back the money they gave you. Gave you. And uh, record sales goes about fifty to twenty five cents a sale. Mm-hmm. So you know a lot of people don't know that though. So, so all that's going back towards the record yeah. record label plus more and everything. So the thing is, you know, a lot of my people that are young, and thank God, Mama, that you is uh, why you you got his back through this because. I know you know how a lot of these young folks don't know how to talk to lawyers and they don't know how to read contracts, mm-hmm. especially talk to lawyers. They don't know, okay, you got, I need to go take a lawyer and pay this 200 just for them to read it. They don't understand certain words in a contract. They don't understand how uh, percentages and stuff go like mm-hmm. that because you know all they see is you know they, they'll drop out of high school and you know they'll get their GED probably like, what, a couple of years down the line or yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they'll do stuff like that, which is kind of sad, though, Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's good that you're with him 24-7 on this or whatever. Right. And, you know, I wish more parents got involved with their artists. But, you know, I understand things happen, you know, parents might be, you know, going through their situations and stuff. So, or the child is the parent taking care of the parent now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we
2: try to teach movie. Um, You know, we've always said, even, I think I remember when I was practicing a song uh, for uh, the song we was going to perform. And I asked him, I said, how do I sound? And he said, Mom, it's not about the way you sound. It's about worship and then you bring in change. You know, it's not about what you really, really sound like. So don't be so focused on that. And that's what's something that we've instilled in him. Don't be so focused on what you look like. Don't be focused on that. You know, you focus on the overall goal is whether it's secular music, whether it's um, urban inspirational music, you still are ministering to people, music ministers to people, you know what I'm saying? so um That being said, you know, we, we've always taught him to not look at being on the stage as a way to get clout or a way to uh, be popular or a way to mm-hmm. you know fame and fortune, um, because I do believe that you know you don't have to go looking for a blessing, the blessing will find you. Yeah, That's true. Um, and I believe that as long as he's doing positive things in the community. As long as he's impacting, as long as, you know, that chance will come. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, contracts, we're not totally against them. We just want to make sure that he don't get involved with, you know, in a wrong deal. And, you know, sometimes people, when it comes to money and fame and fortune, people, you know, things happen. Mm -hmm. And so we just, you know, teach him how to. Not saying that he's not going to make mistakes. He does. But we try to teach him overall don't get caught up in
0: the money aspect mm-hmm. of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause like I said, um, that, that's seventy five thousand. So that's how we teach him. Yeah, that. that's seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand. Sound good to a kid his age is? Yeah. But you know, to me and you, since we older, yeah. we like, man, look. Yep. That, that man, look. If you had the bills, we had, <laughs> shoot, Absolutely. we shoot, You know, we could buy. We could we could do a little something. Mm-hmm. But key keyword only one time we could do that something. Absolutely. Everything mm-hmm. else got to go towards bills. You know, and. You know it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. You say it's crazy. You say that because you know kids, they see that money. They get caught up. They sign that contract quick. They don't even read it. And now you know we see now documentaries of, you know, artists talking about yeah, I'm trying to get out my record. or they be on Twitter, mm-hmm. get me out this deal and everything. And you know me personally, I don't have sympathy. I don't have sympathy. This may sound horrible, but I don't have sympathy for them because nobody never, nobody didn't tell you don't read that contract. Mm-hmm. Nobody never tell you don't take it to a lawyer. They mm-hmm. just put the contract in front of you and they say, hey, sign whatever you want to sign. Mm-hmm. Nobody didn't tell you do not read this. Nobody snatched that paper back when you tried to read it. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to sit right there and it's on you. Most mm-hmm. people, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, you got the money. Absolutely. Now you got to get in the studio. But here's the thing about that. You got to use that money to book your own stuff. Mm-hmm. You're just making the records for them. Now with that $75,000, man, well, look, let me tell you, you got you to gotta book a security guard. You got to book your own tour bus. I mean, they'll, they'll probably sell the tours and stuff. They'll do the... They'll they'll take care of the advertisement for you. Mm-hmm. But you got you to gotta pay your own security. Book your own... DJ. Studio. Yeah, studio uh, sessions and stuff. Those bad studio sessions ain't cheap no more. Then you got to get your own producer. Then, um... You want If you want to do a mixtape with drama, DJ drama and all of them, that's going to warn you about a couple of Gs right there. Mm-hmm. You got to do some mixtapes if you want to sign, because you got to stay relevant in the streets. Yeah. Especially if you a hood rapper, you got to do some mixtapes. It, it ain't no album without no mixtapes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to stay away from that. Let's talk about the profit organizations you got on with the community service. Let's talk about some of them uh, organizations you got going on.
1: All right. So, basically, I started it for really just... I was... um. I was really the reason why I really started it was because we was doing some work with uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours named Melvina, and uh and great lady by the way, mm-hmm, be- yeah, <laughs> beautiful woman, amazing family, and uh we was doing some work with her, and I had always just had, you know, she has a big old heart, you know, and yeah. everybody really loves her because she has a great heart and a good and like a good spirit, and so uh we had been we had been she had started uh. She killed Foundation with a lot of her people. Of course, of course, And uh I just I just got inspired to do the same thing, especially because I'm like, you know, it's a lot of kids that I was I was knowing who didn't have really not even just material things but people in their life to really guide them and help them and you know, because I can have nothing, but I'd rather have nothing than have people that care about me than to have everything and have nobody. That's true. So, which is why I was I was seeing people like that at my last school and I was, you know, I I was just kinda hurt. I'm like, man, these folks they need somebody to help them. And uh I remember I, I remember I gave this boy some shoes. Uh they was talking about his shoes, so I was like, man, I gave him some fours. I I like, some course. retro fours. Yeah, I was like, bro, you know what, bro? You
0: got, you got another pair of those?
1: Yeah. Sure, I, I, got, that, I got bro. I got some now. <laughs> and, uh I gave him some and I was like, bro, you know what, bro? Take 'em. And and he wore them every day from every day every day since. At least for that year. And so I was like, you know. I just got the, the inspiration to start uh, uh, a foundation for the way I could help people like that and really just, for the most 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 part, build relationships with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Go in hospitals and give back to those kids who don't have nothing for Christmas or, like, that's you know, that's go, go in mm-hmm. in, in uh, institutions or, or, or places for where kids don't have nothing and be a blessing to them. So I always just wanted to do that.
0: That's what's up, man. Because, you know, you... Um some things money can't buy, man. Yep. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Some things money can't buy. And it's like like we talked about earlier. When you think no one is watching, someone's watching, man. Mm-hmm. The fact that you gave that boy them shoes, you never know what that boy could have did. That boy could have killed himself killed later himself. on that, later on that week. Or, yeah, came back and shot the school up or something. You never know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you gave that um, gave that man some shoes, that probably changed his whole aspect for life. right mm-hmm. And things like that stick with people, man. Yeah. It sticks with people, so, you know, you, you know, you make up some on that one, man. Sure, and you got some fours, sure. <laughs> Man, look, when I was your age, man, I was just happy that I had a school uniform. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my family, they was going through things. I had to kind of, you know, get my had to teach myself how to be a man a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I was just happy I had got some school pants, man, you know. I had to get my first pair of Jordans and all that until I turned 21.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My first pair of Jordans, my first pair of good shoes. I didn't start cashing out until I was twenty seven, and that's when I got my first uh, check from working a uh, partnership. Mm. So I didn't start getting no nice stuff until then. But yeah, man, look, that's 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 real man. That that's awesome, man. Appreciate and you know, Melvina Clark, she's a real good woman too, man. You know, she told me a lot about y'all and everything. You know, I had to come meet you and everything too, man. You know, you yeah. good people, you good good people, For sure. man. So what? So let's talk about the event going on December thirteenth. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'll let mom talk about that. Uh, she's, okay, uh, so
2: um, we were looking for a organization, um, some kids mm-hmm. that we wanted to give back to, and we just was kind of looking, and we had our eyes on CCYA okay.
1: for okay. a minute,
2: um, kind of talked to a few different people. And um, so the overall goal is, again, to give back and just to be a blessing, to be able to... Um, see kids enjoy the holidays just be able to have an enjoyable holiday and get of some of the things that they want or some of the things that they may even need so we um talked about this benefit concert and you know of course I'm a vet, event planner as well so we mm-hmm. plan and do a lot of events so I told my man, I said we need to do something for Christmas so we talked about it um and I said how about you know um well, my son said concert and um he said we can get some artists you know we can find a organization to give back to Um, and so CCYA came up and, um, I reached out, talked to Miss Angela Thornton, who's the director here at CCYA and, um, told her, you know, what our vision was, what we wanted to do. And so we, you know, we just got to work. We started getting our hands dirty. We got started talking. She, she, you know, she ran it by her team and, um, you know, she thought, okay, I think this would be a good idea. So we, started getting our hands dirty and going to work. So, so the overall goal, again, is to give back to the young people who are less fortunate, the yeah, young people course, who um, don't get as much as some of the other kids do. Yeah, um, and so the CCYA kids have a Christmas wish list, and our goal is to help fulfill some of their wishes for Christmas off of that list. Of course, of course. And um, so we will, during the concert and the event, we will have CCYA will be there, and we're excited about that. Um, They will be there and we will be presenting gifts to the CCYA organization. So they will be the center focus of our event. So we're very excited about the event. It will be happening December 13th, as you stated. Um, It will be at the Ron Anderson Community Community Center in Powder Springs, Georgia. The event will start at 6 p.m. and it will end at 10.30 p.m. Um, So we are, of course, looking for people who still want to partner with us. We do have some partners on board already. um, People who would like to sponsor a kid People who want to just come out and have a good time. Now, the tickets are, uh, you have to have a ticket to get in. The no, man, donation cool, is $10. So all proceeds will go to CCYA um, Kids Organization. Um, and so that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, we're really excited about, you know, the Christmas celebration and being, a, being able to celebrate it with, you know, the kids who are less fortunate. Of
0: course, of course, and that's what it's all about, you mm. know. It's just, you know, it's, it's it's crazy, though, because... When you sit back and look at what all you got, you just go, like, "Dang." Yeah. You know, you know it makes it makes you think because you you speak to people, you talk to people, ain't got it. You know, the saying goes, one person be like, "Oh, I wish I had a car." The other person go, "Huh, I wish I had a bike." And then other person go, "I wish I could walk." Right. You know, and, yeah. that, and that's and that's a true statement. You know, I know y'all seen probably. I don't know if y'all seen the pictures of it, but that that's a true statement because you know. Where you you feel like you you know you feel like you want one thing the other person want what you want it's like a cycle with it, and the organization the, the you know just the, the business y'all doing with CCYA that's that's awesome and I you know I'm yeah. truly honored that y'all invited me into the home They sure. invited me in front of all these uh, wonderful people and everything and you know get to meet everybody yeah. so you know that's that's inspiration for me because you know let me know I got this kid I got this kid who's doing better than me I need to uh, step my grind up a little mm-hmm. more. I mean, yeah, yeah, I got the podcasting thing going, but you're doing something that a lot of people can't compare to, man. And I yeah. keep thinking about how you gave that boy them shoes, man.
1: Yeah.
0: you know, depression, suicide—that rate is at an all-time high. It wasn't—it was at an all-time high when I was younger. Your moms was younger. But
1: it's right now. But
0: now you know, it's it's now with a lot of children. It's like the littlest things can set them off nowadays. Mm-hmm. Which, which is which is so crazy, man. So you got a strong heart for that, you know, a strong heart. So, inspirations. Inspiration. That's correct. Who Who do you th- who is the best in your eyes in the music game right now? From an artist of yourself.
1: From an artist. All right, I'll give I'll give a couple. Okay. All right. Um. i really gotta say that's hard because i haven't really listened to nobody but me uh to kind of critique myself a little bit yeah yeah of course um now i could say who i who i started doing music it Inspired inspire me <clears> who who like in the beginning uh like ken jones um, you know ken jones yeah, yeah, yeah uh fetty wap was a good one fetty wap, fetty wap. um young thug, young thug. Um, you know young thug
0: is um uh... He, he he's a secret artist. I would like that I wouldn't tell nobody. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he You know when they be like artists who you do like secretly that nobody don't know you like. Mm-hmm. You know you know. Come with Young Thug. I don't. I just don't like when he starts singing. Mm-hmm. I really don't like when none of these artists Start singing <laughs> I, I like artists who just spin and go. Spin and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's it. So when Young Thug uh-huh. with that what that that mixtape to him in future did that slime. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think that was one of the best. Mixtapes, Thug did. Mm. To me, it did because he just went off. And I tell mm. people, when Thug get off, he can get
1: off if he wants to. If he want to, yeah.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: um, And, yeah, I think that's probably it. That's it? Yeah. It, other than Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, too. I like Chris yeah, Brown. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: Chris Brown's still going strong, too. Yeah. You know, Chris Brown, um between him and Drake, they're the only ones who still making tracks who, like, 20... Twenty tracks on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 30, 40. Yeah, because yeah. you know nowadays, you know, you can't really do that no more.
1: Chris Brown did you like what a forty-some song? Album? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What's that? Indigo. Indigo or
1: one. Yeah, uh huh.
0: Yeah. But see, he could get away with that. Yeah, but you let know. me
1: do that. It's different because. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
0: you know, people will teach you, You know, even with the baby, the baby be trying to sneak it in a little bit. He'll mm-hmm. probably sneak in. One, 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 one mixtape, whatever, he'll do eight. Next mixtape, he'll do ten. Album, he'll probably do twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, he tries to sneak it in little yeah, by little. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, man, because the attention spans of artists, of people listening to music now, it's
1: like...
0: Okay. Yeah, it's like that. So, out of all the songs you did, which was the best one you did?
1: Ooh. Ooh, okay. That's a hard... Cause I make I make them all like with the mentality that they are gonna be the best one, so it'd be hard to choose which one that I really like. If you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think the best one, my favorite one. Oh, see, I can't even say that because I got favorite for different days. Well see, okay, uh, right, let me break it down. I like I like music that touch your soul. So right. I think one of my most touching ones. It's probably this one called, uh, it's two of them. One had not dropped, but one I already dropped on my last little mixtape I put out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was called Brenda and Mary. It's basically a song by my Aunt Brenda and my grandma Mary, who basically, they are two that died in the same year, and uh, they had strokes. So I basically dedicated that song to them, because they ended up, Brenda was on my mom's side, Mary was on my dad's side, and uh, so they both play like a, a big role in my family. You know, keeping it like like there's you know how they say you know they got that one perfect person who's the glue of the family. So it's like both of them play that role. Uh, now I only got my grandma left, but uh, so that was a deep song for me. I like that one, and it's a uh, it's a, it's another one that I'm gonna drop called Judgment. Mm-hmm. It's a real deep one. It's more talking about like my sister dealing with depression. Uh, you know, just my big sister not really being there. I lost a lot of friends too. A lot of my bros had died, uh, off a gun. I just lost one, re- two recently to a gun, or uh, to some guns. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, you know, it's talking about that stuff. So it's deep. I like stuff like that. You know, with the uh, with the music and everything, man. You gotta it be real life. You know, people yeah. be like, oh, Real life. yeah, people are like, oh, you just speaking, just me speaking. No, that's nah. all. Uh,
0: it's, it's it's real life, man. Yeah. You know, you know, with all the with all the shooting and everything, you know. With the losing friends and stuff, you mm. know, this you know you, you pouring out you pouring out your feelings to it, but you know when you put when you put out music, talk about that, it's not you telling people it's okay to do this, it. telling people, look, man, you don't yeah. have to. You got it. It's you another know, route. Yeah, you not have to go that route or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to go that route. So, what's one of the what's one of the craziest moments you had so far as an artist?
1: As an artist, okay, uh, crazy in a good way.
0: Hmm.
1: So it be crazy in a good way or something, you know. That was just the crazy. The fans, the fans didn't know, would not know. <laughs> uh, so what this, well, the craziness in a good way was when we went down to Alabama. Uh, uh, Tim Tebow had held this like this big old event somewhere in Alabama, Me and my mom went down there, and uh, it was just like it had to be a million people in that crowd, mm-hmm. and I and I performed, and they had like. It was a remix of uh Lil Uzi uh the XO Two Life song that I had did, and I just remixed it just you know make a little fun version. And as soon as they heard it, cause I had the dreads, I used to wear them down like how he used to. Uh and uh everybody just like went just, like they went crazy for it that day. So I was like oh, so it that was just like and, and it's almost like they thought that I was him, and so. It was just, it just felt like surreal. I'm like, okay, if this was my song and they all knew it, it, yeah, it felt yeah. like that same way. Yeah, yeah. So, so you I,
0: went back and, you know, you I was know, just know, like, wow. trapped like, a couple of Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was
1: crazy because, like, the whole stadium was singing. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> that, was just, that was the craziest, craziest moment oh, I cool, ever had cool. so far. So, in school, what are your
0: favorite subjects so
1: far? My favorite subject in school? Ooh. If I'm being honest, I like literature. Literature. Yeah,
0: I know why I couldn't help you keep that flow keep going. That flow
1: going. <laughs> yeah. and then also it's just like you know, I like I like I like the it's I like you know I don't really have the most correct grammar, but I just I still like that because it just opens your eyes to new words, uh, and what words mean. I like to study of that. So yeah. Yeah. i never been good in rap, though. I ain't never been at Yeah, good nobody ever I
0: I got a guy that uh that reads the dictionary so it can help him flow and everything. Okay. So other so outside of rap, what other hobbies do you enjoy? I
1: like going to the movies. I'm gonna be straight up. Love uh, the movies.
0: Movies?
1: Yeah, I love the movies. Um what else do I like to do? I like the movies. I like going to the little football games at school. Um I like I like all that type of stuff i don't i don't really do too much though i just be i really be home with chel- in the lab huh? in lab studio get yeah in the lab, but shoot other than that man big bro i know you got to get up out of here
0: and i appreciate you my no wife. i appreciate you big bro yes, once again man let them know your name and
1: your instagram where they can find you in the music all right uh my instagram is little Nuvi. i go by little it's on youtube it's on spotify apple music instagram facebook twitter Whatever you search is that's where it's gonna be. You can Google me. Uh, also, it's on the newbie.com. We got a website uh, where, we, where you can keep in touch with us, or you can also contact it. Contact me through loveaboveallelse.com. And uh, love above, is it loveaboveallelse.org, ma? Is it loveaboveallelse.org? Yeah, it's www.loveaboveallelse.org. Yeah. And also, if you'd like to um, check out the CCYA kids, uh, go to uh,
2: CCYA's website at w.
1: Yep, and then, uh,
0: yeah, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Go stream Lil movies music, man. Yes, yeah, sir. You know, available on all platforms. Go stream his music, man. You know, straight fighting, man. I Listen to the kid, man. The kid got some good, man. Go stream it, but. You know, we're wrapping up another episode, season two of Black Diary Love Podcast. I want to appreciate my little brother. My little Newsy coming through, man. He didn't have to do it, but he did. I want to appreciate Mom Dukes for showing love. CCYA, thank you so much for letting me come here and opening up the door and the arms to me. Y'all didn't have to do it, but I appreciate y'all so much. And a little and a little mascot. Thank Dallas. <laughs> yeah, you Dallas. That's been jumping on me all day for some nuggets. Appreciate you so much. But once again, everybody, Black Diary Love Podcast. We're available on all platforms. If you got any platform that screens podcasts, you are more, you know, more than welcome to listen to us. Comment, let us know. We accept all criticism, good, bad. CCYA, they're having a little newbie in them. They're having an event, December 13th. Come out, show out, you know. Let's let's you know, let's make a Christmas good for the children, man. Let's do it for the kids, man. We gotta do it for the kids, man. Sure. But other than that, Appreciate everybody for allowing Black Daddy Love Podcast to be in the house today. Especially CCY Eight. We are out. We'll see you for another episode. All right, everybody, take care.